This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, the One Direction, and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin, and it is just me today, Um, and this is episode 116 of Talk Direction, Um, and as you may or may not know, Kara got a new job, which is a full-time job, um, and she's very busy, so I am doing this episode alone. Um, Last week, we had this she on and she was absolutely amazing we talked all about Niall's new album uh Flickr we went through every song we talked about album themes we talked about our favorites our least favorites uh, what type of production we liked how they compared to um the the live versions we got before the album was released and how that affected our listening experience so if you haven't listened to that um, definitely go check out episode 115 where Thishy and I talk about it. Thishy's one of our wonderful listeners who came on the show with me um, to talk about it. Um, and <clears throat> Kara and I will be recording, we were going to record uh, this past weekend um, a Kiwi episode all about a song discussion with Kiwi and then of course the music video came out. Um, but unfortunately I fell quite ill and <laughs> you can probably hear that in my voice. Um, yeah, I actually 100% lost my voice, which was pretty scary because I know that happens to some people, um, like more often, like if you get colds, you lose your voice. Um, but I, it may have happened when I was like a little girl or like, I think it did happen when I was a little girl, but I've never had that for like over 10 years at least, um, probably more. Um, so I was like kind of freaked out about it and obviously you can't record if you have no voice, which was so frustrating because I have no classes on Fridays. So I had Friday and Saturday and I was like, oh, I'll get work done on talk direction. And then I couldn't. Um, so that was annoying, but I am now recording. It is Sunday. Um, I mean, my voice doesn't sound great and I still feel like coughing a lot, um, but Uh, we are working through it and I want to get this out because I don't want to like have too much time go by before I talk about my Harry Styles concert experience because you know you're trying to remember all the exciting little bits that happened Um, I mean this episode is just I'm going to be going off the top of my head I'm not I'm not following a plan I know when Kara and I did our One Direction concert experience episode over two years ago now um, we when I planned it I looked up video footage of the entire concert so we could talk about every little moment which was a lot of work but it was definitely worth it and the episode ended up being like three and a half hours long because we literally went through every little moment of the concert which was awesome it's definitely one I'm gonna want to look back on so if you ever want to hear about Kara's and my One Direction concert experience it's one of the episodes that happened in, in 2015 around September Um, because that is when we went. Um, Anyways, um, what am I saying? Oh, so yes, 
Um, as I'm sure you've all noticed, uh, our uploading has been different. Kara hasn't been here for um, a couple episodes. Um, we haven't done an episode every week, not only because I was sick, but we haven't done them every week. And then for our Patreon supporters, we've also not been doing Talk Direction down low, um, as we have usually done um, and I just wanted to say that we know that we haven't done that and we are figuring things out. Karen and I are talking about, um, what we want to do in terms of, you know, her new job, me being in England, how we want to like, uh, keep the structure of the podcast going so that we can still do it, but make sure it's fitting in with, um, our lifestyles and, you know, all that type of stuff. So don't worry, we're not like stopping the podcast. Um, But we need to do some rearranging and thinking about things like how many episodes can we realistically put out? Um, How are we going to keep up the Patreon? Um, How many episodes can each of us be on? All that type of stuff. So we're trying to talk about that. It's like the behind the scenes boring stuff. Um, But Next episode when Kara and I do talk about Kiwi, hopefully it'll be the next episode depending on when we are available to to record it. Um, We are going to talk about that and make some announcements about um, like the Patreon and um, just like what's going to be happening with the podcast so that we can get out episodes and yada yada yada. uh, and then what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, the Patreon, as we said back in, I think it was September when I did the, the poll monkey poll, um, is it poll monkey? Survey monkey, um, and asked you guys what you want to see on the Patreon, how that would be more enticing to you, um, that type of stuff. Um, yeah, we're working on rewriting the Patreon, um, like things, I pretty much, wrote them all I just have to add a one dollar level because I forgot to do that um but we will be announcing that as well on the next episode I believe and so there's just going to be new Patreon levels and goals and stuff um not too much is going to change to be honest um but it's just going to make it so that we can um try to accomplish actually what we say we want to accomplish um because we've been struggling the past two months or so of doing that um, but I also want to say that the um, talk direction downloads that we haven't done are coming. So we're going to fulfill what we promised for you guys because obviously um, we that's like how this works. Like you guys support us and are awesome and we have things that we promise that we'll give you which are the talk direction downloads and the videos that we have there and the availability to like leave us voicemails and all that cool stuff. Um, so we're going to be putting out a whole bunch of talk direction downloads. Now that I have my voice back, I can record a number of them and we're going to be giving those to you on our Patreon, um, where Kara is going to be doing a commentary on Harry's BBC, um, little episode. I'm going to be doing one on Niall's Apple music thing. I haven't even watched it yet. Uh, and then I'm going to be talking about London. I have some, like One Direction questions I'm going to be answering, all that type of stuff. We also have a bonus episode for Halloween, which we haven't done, that we're trying to figure out when we can fit that in as well. Um, but we want to do that. Oh, there was a noise on my computer. Um, oh, my sister Rebecca just texted me. I got this WhatsApp 
uh, thing for your computer so you can get your WhatsApp messages to your computer. She just texted me, sign of the times at the end of Riverdale. Um, I don't know if any of you guys watch Riverdale. If you don't, you definitely should. But in the most recent episode, Sign of the Times played at the end of the episode, which was awesome. Um, I knew it was coming, but then I forgot about it. And so when it started playing, I was like, ah, yes. Um, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? Um, yeah, so we're going to be fulfilling all of our Patreon things. And then putting out new Patreon goals and levels, which will pretty much be the same. And then more announcements to come about um, the episodes and how that will be going. Because I would really like to get back on top of stuff um, and have a clear idea so that I can let you guys know what we're doing. Um, so yeah, that is everything. So I don't know how long this episode will be, but I figured... Um, I mean, I'm recording by myself, so it's hard to like make it super long um, because it's just me talking in my room to myself. and I have no one to sort of bounce off of, um, but I figured it was better to get an episode out than to not have an episode at all. Um, and I want to talk about the Harry concert, so I hope you guys will enjoy that discussion. Um, but I think I hit all the points that I want to uh, talk about. Um, before getting into the Harry concert, just the Patreon and the Nile episode and yeah, I don't know. Any, anyways, I just want to say thank you for you guys all being so supportive of us. Um, just in general, you guys are so lovely on Twitter, um, and like sending us love when we say things like we lost our voice or I lost my voice and I'm sick and I can't record and you guys are all like giving me advice as to like how to heal and make sure I get better faster. Um, and just like I am constantly like astounded and so proud to be surrounded by such a wonderful group of people online. Um, so supportive and intelligent and nice and kind and warm and people that teach me things as well. I just, I feel like I have such a great community with all of you. Um, and I'm so lucky that I have that because it makes such a big difference in my life. And I just want to say thank you for that. Um, but besides being all soppy, let's get into my Harry Styles concert experience, TM, trademark emoji. Um, so yeah, as you guys know, I went to Harry's concert on the 29th of October. Wow, that was a while ago now. Jeez Louise. Um, yeah, so it was on Sunday, the 29th of October, and I had just gone to Hello World the day before. Hello World is a YouTube convention, and I went with my sister Rebecca. I surprised her with tickets for her birthday. Um, I'm going to have a video of Hello World um, going up on our Patreon. It's one of the four videos I'm currently uploading, but my Wi-Fi is so slow and I've decided to upload four videos at once, so that's not great. Um, I'm also putting up a video of my Harry Styles concert experience. I think I'll make that one available to everyone as well, people who aren't Patreon subscribers. Um, I don't do a whole lot of talking in it. I just do more like filming what what I saw um, and which I think is cool to get that like uh, real life experience type thing. <coughs> um, <clears throat> but 
yeah, so you can see all the things I talk about right now in that Harry Styles video. So if you want to go watch that, it'll, it'll be on our Twitter once it gets uploaded. It might not be up yet because I'm going to try to upload this episode first. I don't know how I'm going to upload this, honestly, though, because the four videos are going to be taking up the airway. So that's really great. Um, but whatever. So... Um, yeah, that video is going to be going up and I didn't actually film during the concert, uh, at least on the first night, um, because I'm not someone who really films during concerts. I really like to just, you know, live in that moment. Um, so anywho, let me, I'll talk about that, but let me just, so I went to Hello World, got back to my place kind of at like 9.30ish, 10.30 at night. I don't know what time it was. Um, and so this would be on Saturday night. I got back to my place at 10.30 at night and Harry's concert was the next day. But of course, I'm going, well, I'm going to have to line up for this concert if I want to get a good spot up front close to the stage. And I was searching Twitter trying to see like, do I need to line up now? Or do I line up later? Like, do I sleep? Or do I just go right now? And I obviously, like, I hadn't prepared for sleeping over. I didn't, like, buy a duvet. I didn't have, like, I wasn't prepared with stuff to sleep in line. Um, and I had seen online that people had already been camping out. There had already been, like, 100 people camping out. So I was kind of, like, getting really stressed over it. Like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? I'm not going to get a good spot. Like, I've totally blown it. But I also couldn't have done anything differently because... You know, I had Hello World and I had school and people had been camping out for a long time. I hadn't known how long people had been camping out at this point. Um, but uh, so then I was like calling my mom, like, what should I do? And she's like, well, honey, are you going to be upset if you're not front row like or really close? And I was like, yeah, I am going to be upset. It's going to be like frustrating to me that this is like one of my only chances to be so up close because in my head I'm going, Harry Styles isn't going to play small venues forever. Most likely he's going to be playing bigger shows next time. And like we already see that next year. Um, he's going to be playing bigger venues, which is great in that more people get to go. But it also means that you don't get that up close personal sort of experience. So I'm like, well, this is kind of a once in a lifetime thing. Even if I have to wait forever, I I want to. Um, but then I also realized, so I was like, so do I go now or not? But I also knew that people had already been in line, like 100 people or something just based on Twitter and I hadn't charged any of my backup chargers and I needed to charge my phone because, of course, I'd been away all day at this Hello World like convention. So everything was low battery. I needed to get food. So I had actually, after Hello World, I had went and bought a backup charger because I have a couple of those like lipstick chargers. But I bought them at places like Primark or like Forever 21 and they're just not good quality. Um, and so it gives you like 30% charge rather than, you know, what it advertises, which is like a full battery charge. So I went and bought um, a Microsoft brand one, which gives like three full charges the night before. And I had also taken my sister's, which I had gotten her for her birthday. So I needed to charge all these things. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna charge my stuff. I had to buy all this food and prepare it because I knew I was gonna be waiting in line all day. I'm going to charge all my stuff, go to sleep for a couple hours, and then wake up at like 
four and head over. Like there's not much I can do because I want to sleep. I don't have any way to sleep there and I want to charge my stuff because I can't not have a phone when I'm in line. Um, so I said, okay, well, you know, I'll just go to sleep and what happens happens. So I went to sleep, all my stuff charging and all my food ready to just like get in a bag and go. Had my clothes picked out and ready so I could just wake up, you know, get ready in like 20 minutes and hit the road to go out to um, the venue, which is the Eventum Apollo. And I had looked online before and it was going to be about a 45 minute journey for me to get there from my place. Um, so I woke up at 4am and I uh, got ready and had all my stuff, had my coat, had uh, a backpack full of food. No, I had a, my backpack, which was full of like backup chargers and like my water bottle and um, uh, like a notebook and an iPad if I wanted to do work. Um, and then I had a bag, oh, a disposable bag for food. Um, I had bought a Subway, a foot-long Subway the night before. I had brought um, like some granola bar type snacks and peanuts and cookies and other um, like juice. I didn't know how much I was going to need to eat or whatever and I was I definitely overpacked food just because like you're like oh my god I'm gonna be here all day I don't want to get hungry um, but then you realize you don't actually eat that much of food <laughs> um, especially when you're just sitting doing nothing you don't work up as much of an appetite as you do if you're like moving around or going to school or doing stuff um, but anyway I left at four I, I don't know what time I left my place because I arrived at the event of Apollo at about like 5.20, I think, um, or like 5.15. But I left my place about 20 minutes after I woke up and headed to the tube station, which is about 15 minutes away from my place. Got on one train, then I transferred to another tube. Uh, and then I arrived at the Hammersmith station and was sort of walking around because I came out one entrance and I had to like walk around the building because um, I'd never been there before like outside the station and I had seen that the Aventum Apollo was quite close to where I was um, so I um, uh, then I walked towards it and I saw all these duvets all on the ground like the exact pictures I'd seen on Twitter of people already lined up and I saw all these girls. <laughs> I'm yawning. It's 9.30 p.m. where I am. I saw all these people lined up. Um, and they all were sleeping in their duvets. It's like 5.20 in the morning. And I see two girls are up standing. And I go over to them and I'm like, is this like the front of the line or the back of the line? And they were like, oh, this is the front of the line. Um, and I was like, okay. Um, and then one of them was like, did you get your number yet? And I was like, what do you mean number? Like, what, what is that? And she's like, oh, we all have numbers um, to like keep us in order to see who arrived when or whatever. 
Um, and I was like, no, I didn't get that. So she handed me this little booklet, this notebook, and everyone who had been in line had written their name down and you got a number and I was number 212. So I was the 212th person at 520 in the morning <laughs> to arrive. Um, and I signed the little book and I said to her as I handed it back, this will be an amazing relic because it was a notebook with everyone's name who had been waiting. And I just could see it like in the future being something where you look back and you're like, this was the notebook of all the fans that were at my Harry concert and we all signed it and we all had numbers. I just thought it was a really cool thing. But I think they ended up ripping out the pages because I saw someone carrying them later, but I just thought it was such a cool thing. It's like one of those things you find at, um, you know, hotels or bed and breakfasts where you like sign in like a guest book. Um, but I thought that was such a cool thing um, to have every person sign it. Um, but yeah, I was just to get your number and then she would write on your hand in Sharpie. Now she was just another fan, but she was up near the front. So she wanted to make sure that everyone was in line and also, you know, um, like the venue people weren't there yet. So in order to like keep people honest and keep people in line and like if you showed up at a certain time, you make sure you're, you know, getting the spot that you were in or whatever. Um, so everyone got Sharpie written on their hand. Um, and then I went and sat down by myself at the other side of little clump of people most people were still sleeping it was only people who were starting to arrive when I arrived that were awake um and actually um when I had talked to the girl who wrote on my hand she said people have been here since Monday camping out Monday the show was on Sunday they were camping out for a week in advance in order to get spots which was lot of dedication I mean I had school all week so that definitely couldn't have happened for me but I can't imagine what that was like Monday um I don't know how much they're actually physically sitting there and how much they're at like a nearby hotel because I know there were some hotels nearby um but yeah people were there for a long time so even if I had come earlier I wasn't going to be beating that many people because people had been camping out. Even if people hadn't been there since Monday, a number of people had been there since like Friday. Um, so it didn't really matter what time I had woken up in the end. Um, but yeah, I, so I sat down. Um, I didn't really know anyone um, at all or I didn't know anyone. So I just sat down and started watching X Factor on my phone. Um, and it was the one that Liam performed on. Um, and as, as I was watching... Um, another girl came and sat so near me and it was funny because the people arriving all had similar sort of stuff. We, stuff. we were all wearing like coats and had a bag and then had like a disposable food bag and this girl also had like a orange Sainsbury disposable food bag like I did which I thought was funny. Um, and she and I started talking. Um, she is from Brazil but she's been living in London. Um, and we started chatting, which was nice because we had both been there alone. Um, and then when Liam came on the part of the X Factor, because I, well, we started chatting because I was like, oh, did you want to watch Liam on X Factor? So we watched that together. Um, and then we were just talking. And then we heard some like commotion going on over on like the other side of like the front of the line. And we wanted to know what it was 
because um, we wanted to make sure we were getting our spots in line. And also at these types of things, you never know if the line will be followed or if it will all go to hell and everyone will stampede and it's all about, you know, getting there first. Um, so this was probably about like seven in the morning. I don't know. Um, so we went over and stood by um, the like front of the line to see what was happening. It looked like some people were in charge. Turns out it was still all fans. It's hard to tell because one girl had a shirt that said staff on it. But apparently it was a Justin Bieber merch shirt, but it looked like she was in charge of like organizing. Um, but yeah, some of the girls were like taking charge and making sure like things were going to happen in the correct order. So no one got cut um, in line. Um, so yeah, we went over there and I was asking a couple other girls that were standing around. Oh, hey, like, do you know what's happening? Um, do you know who's in charge or whatever? And they were like, no. And then we got to chatting. Um and they were really nice and it's so funny how you can just like start chatting to people and you already have things that you like relate to with each other um and it's like you're in a situation where no one really knows anybody because a lot of people are there with just their single tickets some people are with their friends but a lot of people are just there on their own because they just bought a harry styles ticket especially in places like london where it's such an international place. So you have a lot of people like coming from different places around the world or living there from different places around the world. So it's not like everyone has people to go to a concert with. Um, and it's a small venue where you couldn't necessarily all get tickets. I think like when you go to a One Direction concert, some people go alone for sure, but I think you'll get more groups of people who are friends or more people going with friends because it's easier to get tickets together. Um, there's more time to get tickets versus like Harry's where it's sold out immediately. Um, so it was harder to like get tickets with somebody else. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was nice chatting to some of the people waiting around and eventually we, um, some, the one of the security people from venue came over and started chatting to us and they had sort of been talking to the couple girls that had been in charge of putting um, who had made themselves in charge of putting sharpie on our hands and they had relayed to them that you know we had this order and we'd like to stick to it because the venue doesn't have to stick to the order that we give them because technically I don't think we're supposed to sort of camp out um but the, it was two women who were in charge, two security guard women who came over um, and said that we're going to try to stick to um, uh, like the order that you guys have created. Just work with us, like make sure we clean up all the garbage that we've put here. Um, all the duvets can go in a pile and those will be taken to a homeless shelter or be left for the next group of girls camping out for the next concert. Um, and they were super, super nice. Overall, the security at the event of Apollo was incredible, and especially the two women who ran it. Um, I have clips of them in the video that I'm gonna be posting about the concert experience, so go check that out because they were so funny. They were really respectful, um, and they just made the whole waiting experience really fun. And like that was one of the best parts, like working with them and 
not that I talked to them personally, but they were just really nice and totally have to give credit to them for being awesome and making the experience so good for us. Um, so the, all the security was really nice at the event of Apollo. I feel like writing like a letter to them or something and just saying like, really appreciate it. Um, but, um, yeah, so we ended up starting to get in line by our numbers, which took a freaking long time. You'd think it would be easy to line up by numbers because we've had so much experience doing things in classrooms like line up by height, line up by age. But it took forever because um, it was like done row by row. They were putting like 10 people in a row at a time. It wasn't just like, oh, everyone just line up. It was like uh, lining up like side by side. I don't know like in, in rows of 10 people each. But like the girl who set it up made it so that it was like one to 10 and then like 11 started at the side next to 10 and then went the other way so that her idea was that we would snake like back and forth so it'd be harder to sort of push and stampede. I don't, I don't know how like how much that actually did anything. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't just like, oh, everyone line up at once. So there was a lot of waiting until it was my number because I was 212. But of course, like other people had arrived into the 300s, people were waiting. And then people were arriving too at that time because now it was like 839, people were arriving who hadn't received a number. Um, so um, blah, blah, blah. yeah, so we all got in line. Um, and we w once we were in line, we were sort of standing there and I started talking to another girl near me and some other girls near me. One girl was from Sweden, maybe, or Norway. Um, and she was also there alone. We were talking about One Direction, of course. Um, and everyone around is sort of like, we're like all high stress because we're like, is this line going to work or is it not? You know, what's going to end up happening? We have to be ready to like run to the, because they set up barriers, bar, bar, barricades, barricades for like the legit line. This is just a line out sort of on the street, on the sidewalk. So like, we're like, okay, is this going to be a legit line or like what's going to happen? Are we end up going to, because you know, I'm thinking some dude could walk in, some security guard dude could walk in, not really know what's going on and being like, okay guys, let's line up. And then all mayhem happens and you, you, you have to run to get there first. So, you know, we were all like on edge. People started sitting down and I was like, I'm going to sit down right now because if we're running, I want to be ready to run. Um, <laughs> this time I'm ready to run. Um, but yeah, so eventually it was a long while waiting there as well. Um, and eventually uh, we started to go into the actual barricades and it was also tense. We were like, okay, is this gonna legit happen? Is this line gonna keep forming and everyone's gonna stay in their spots? But what they ended up doing is having like the security guard take like 20 people at a time over to the actual barricades and they checked everyone's hand for their numbers to make sure that we were staying in line, which was really good of them. Um, I, well, I was going, well, this line only is like the the running forward and running whatever would be good if I could get f up closer than where I am, but it wouldn't be good if I ended up farther back than I am, <laughs> which I think a lot of people were thinking. We're like, well, it'll be good in some ways, but also bad in other ways, depending on what spot you get. Anyways, they kept um, they kept all of us in line, and it actually worked out so well. 
was very calm, no pushing happened, no running, no whatever. So it was really good that we were able to like do it so calmly and it worked out really well. Um, and we were all very like pleased and clapping and there was a lot of like communication back and forth for the security guards, which was really nice. Um, and we got into the barricades and we had to really like squish in there and it was really freezing cold. Um, and some girls next to me had grabbed one of the duvets that had gotten ditched and I was thinking about grabbing one and then I didn't in the end and then I was in the barricades and couldn't really go get one but it was so cold and the ground was kind of wet so I ended up sitting on my notebook that I was going to be doing like work in <laughs> but the ground was wet so I just put my notebook on the ground and sat there and like tried to stay warm and I continued to watch X Factor um, which was nice. Uh, and then I was reading on my phone and listening to music and then like periodically I would talk to some people around me like one of the girls fell asleep but then there were these three other girls um, on the other side of me who were just behind me in the line and they were all like 16, 17 years old um, and they were all friends and um, um, they were so sweet it was just really nice hanging out with them because they were all 1D fans and they were all friends and like they went to the same schools um, and it was just nice to hang out with other people who are One Direction fans and it just reminded me of like my sister Rebecca and her friends and like I just felt like a big sister which was really sweet um, and yeah I ended up hanging out with them and talking to them like all day pretty much um, like we obviously talked about One Direction but we also talked about other things like you know what they're studying in school and what I'm doing with my masters um and all that type of stuff and then like throughout the day you have to like go up and pee and like go walk around we ended up at one point we saw a line starting because they have a tent set up so that people can get merchandise um before the concert starts so like a merchandise stand outside the venue because you know, everyone waiting in line doesn't want to have to get out of line and get merchandise once they're already inside the venue because then you can't leave your spot or you won't get back to it. So they set up um, a merchandise stand like outside for fans waiting. Um, so we saw the line start forming for that, even though the merchandise wasn't out at all. So we were like, should we go stand in this line so we don't end up being way far back? Because there was only about 15 people in the line around like at that point and we're like yeah let's go stand in the line because we're not doing anything here anyway so we went and stood in that line for like an hour waiting for the merchandise to actually be set up <laughs> um and so that's in my video of us waiting for the merchandise and them like setting up the tent and eventually the merchandise came out and I knew what I wanted to get was a t-shirt for the actual date concert um the concert date so the one that said like October 29th um, like Phantom Apollo so because the other one I mean it's all so expensive and I'm going to try to ask for some for Christmas um, but that's the only one you can only get on the day of the event so I wanted to make sure I got that one um, so I did get that one and I got it in a size medium I haven't worn it yet I, t I really should um, but it's cute and I haven't even tried it on uh, <laughs> but it's in my drawer so I was happy to get that um, and yeah then there was just a lot more waiting um 
and like trying to pass time. It actually went by. It wasn't like you were super bored. Like I had my phone and I had all my backup chargers so I knew that I wasn't gonna like lose battery. Um, and I had downloaded some like fixed to my phone so I could read them without like losing so much data. Um, so that worked out pretty well. And there's always like, it's not like you're waiting for like eight hours at a time. It's like you're waiting for like an hour or two, then like something happens. Like you get up and go to the bathroom or you go over and buy merch or like someone comes with an announcement. Um, or like you're talking to people next to you or things are happening. Um, so like the waiting actually ended up being really fun and I liked the people I was surrounded by a lot. Um, and like when you go into a concert alone, it can always be kind of like, you know, how's the waiting gonna be? I don't really know anyone. Like what it'll be, what will it be like when I'm at a concert alone, not surrounded by like my friends? Because when Karen and I have gone to One Direction, we've always gone together, which has been awesome because it's like not only experience for you to experience like by yourself, but it's also like you're with your friends and you're singing along together and you can make eye contact and like, you know, hold each other's hand or like be like, oh my God, like this is our the song that we love to sing or whatever it is. Or like Carrie did that silly thing. Um, so... Yeah, so that's like when you go alone, you're like, is it going to be as good because I'm not going to have all those experiences. But the waiting in line was so good and like meeting all the girls around me were so nice and the people around me. Um, and it was just really cool to see us all coming together. So then around three o'clock ish, people came by with pizza and hot chocolate and they were saying like oh Harry bought everyone pizza and hot chocolate now we don't know if it was Harry for real who was like you know the one who purchased it don't think he was it was probably an assistant but um yeah that was so nice um we got cheese pizza and such good hot chocolate it was super thick and what happened was they were bringing it row by row in the bar barricades and people were like rushing up to the sides of the barricades to go get the pizza and hot chocolate. Um, but our row kind of all looked at each other and was like, let's not get out of our spot, stand up and like walk to the edges of the barricade and like all stand there waiting. Why don't we just pass down? So we were like, yeah, we'll just pass down. So you, you know, you get it and pass down, pass down and you just have faith that there'll be enough for everyone. Um, so that's what we did, which was fun. And we were like, oh, we need like one more or two more down here. Um, so everyone in our row got pizza and hot chocolate, um, as did everyone else. There was a lot to go around. Um, and so that was just such a special moment because we were like, Harry bought us this. And at that point it was like three. So we'd been waiting there for like such a long time, like 10 hours. Um, so everyone was definitely in need of some refreshments and the pizza was really good and the hot chocolate was really good. Um, and it was just like a really nice moment of like fan bonding and like also acknowledging like Harry Styles being awesome and kind. And I posted a picture on Twitter um, of me with the hot chocolate and of the pizza. And I saw other people posting pictures on Twitter, which was fun. Um, and that moment too, like the sun was like directly hitting me and like warming me up. So it was really nice because it was a freaking freezing day um, and the sun was now like directly on me which meant I had sun in my eye but it also meant that I was toasty warm which was 
uh, really good because it was so, so cold. Um, but yeah, that was really special. And then more time passed. Um, and eventually it got time to, it was like, uh, they announced at like around four that we'd have until six to like pee and get up. But then like after that you had to get in line. So it was that like fear of, oh my God, like when's my last time I'm going to take my last pee and like, I have to make sure I'm not drinking too much, but I know I also have to stay hydrated. So you're like trying to balance all those things. Luckily, I mean, it was cold, which wasn't great, but it also meant that we weren't like sweating out, which could cause people to be dehydrated really easily. Cause if it's really hot and you're sweating a ton and you're also not drinking a lot of water, you can get dehydrated and people can pass out. It can be quite dangerous, um, which also happened at our concert um but uh it, it wasn't we didn't have the added layer of it being boiling hot out um but the the freezing cold was not great either to be honest um but uh yeah so we got the announcement that at six we'd have to be back in line because by seven they'd be letting us into the venue and we so i made sure i peed last minute um got back in line and we had to like put all the duvets and anything we weren't taking like throw it out put it in garbage bags and people were pretty good at cleaning up their stuff because they had garbage bags all along the barricades um and unfortunately I didn't have anyone to like come take my stuff like some the the girls that were next to me had one of their like parents come and collected all of their jackets and food and layers. So I gave them some of the food that I hadn't eaten because it was just gonna go in the garbage. Um, but I still had all my layers with me, um, which I was gonna be taking into the venue, which I didn't know was gonna be like super annoying until later on. Um, but then uh, it got closer to the time. We were all sort of standing waiting more squished up people had arrived and like the line had gone all the way around the venue down the street like wrapped around the building um and there were more people in barricades farther along as well still for the floor seating but then just wrapped all the way around the building um but yeah so at seven um well actually before seven we saw harry's uh aunt and uncle and cousins come like matt selly and um, them, they were like standing off to the side up front by the doors and we were like, oh my God, that's Harry's cousins. That's so cool. And it just like was that moment where you're like, I have cousins. Like, isn't it interesting that, you know, I go support my cousin at like a hockey game. Like yesterday I went to a hockey game. My cousin plays for, um, one of the England teams and like, he's my cousin and I'm supporting him and you know, that's just how it is. And it's like, you know, Harry is their cousin and they're supporting him. And it's, you know, you know them as a cousin first. You've grown up with them as a cousin first. Um, so I just thought it was kind of like an interesting moment to see them just sort of standing there to go see their cousin or their nephew uh, do something that's so incredibly exciting for everyone else. We're like, we're like, oh my God, Harry Styles, like he's this like musical icon. And to them, while he is, awesome and musically talented and they can like admire him for that it's also like family and you're seeing your family do something cool and you're supporting them on that level as well it was just one of those cool moments where 
you sort of remember that everyone is human and we're all human and we're all on this earth or whatever. I don't know if I'm making sense, but anyways, so then the venue doors open and people pretty, for the most part, stay in line, but it's like also who, like multiple people are checking people's bags and scanning people's bodies. So if you get into a better line, like some of the girls who were behind me ended up in front of me. Um, but for the most part, is pretty good. I ended up trying to stick with one of the um, girls, um, not the three girls that knew each other, but someone else because I was close by her and I saw her. Because once you were in, it was hard to like stay with the people you were by. Um, and I got into around like row seven. Um, so I was pretty close to the stage. Um, uh, but of course, at, when you're up near the front, the floor at my venue is flat versus like when you're farther back, um, the floor is raised. So it goes up. So you can see over people's heads. But when you're on the flat ground, it's harder to see over people's heads. And now I'm tall. I'm 5'9". So like I have an advantage versus like some of the people who are shorter around me who couldn't see as well. Um, but yeah, so then we were standing there for a really long time because you get in at 7, but Muna doesn't come on until 8, and then Harry doesn't come on until 9. So you're standing there for an hour, and so I had to take off all my layers because it's boiling hot, um, and I had lots of layers on, but despite that, it was freezing outside, and it uh, would have been nice to have even more layers, but I had like a jacket, I had a sweatshirt, um, I had a flannel and I had to tie all of them around my waist. But meanwhile, I still had my backpack with me as well. It's like one of those purse backpacks, but still had a lot of stuff in it. So like <laughs> you've got multiple things tied around your waist and you're holding a heavy backpack. Plus you've been standing already for a couple hours and you've been sitting outside all day since like 4 a.m. So it is just like you are going through it like it smelled rank in there like there was bo like there is no tomorrow people smelled so badly <laughs> and like i guess that was kind of like one of those like human moments again where it was like all of us have been sitting outside waiting for this concert and we smell and we're whatever we don't care because we're here and we're dedicated but it was also like okay this really smells bad <laughs> um <laughs> And, uh, it was pretty squishy already. Um, and like, it was hard to move around and like my bag was heavy and I was like, do I have it on my front? Do I put it to the back? Um, and I initially had it on the front, but then I moved it to the back. Um, and also my back was killing me at that point. Cause even if a bag, I mean, my bag wasn't super light in the first place. Um, but no matter how light a bag is when you're carrying it for a long time and standing for a long time, plus having so many things wrapped around my waist, my back was really, really hurting me. And I heard some of the other girls around me saying that their backs were hurting them as well. Um, plus, we were all super thirsty because I had emptied my water bottle before coming in thinking that they wouldn't want empty water bottles, but they didn't even check my water bottle in the end. So I was like, damn it, why did I empty my water bottle? Um, but I didn't want to get delayed, you know, checking into the venue and then they would have been like oh you have to go empty your water bottle because mine's one that I keep it's not a disposable one um so it was so hot inside we were all super tired our bodies were aching and then the thirst was unreal it was so hot we were all so thirsty and they would pass the security guards started passing back water to the front 
Um, and what would happen is like one girl would take a sip and then she would pass it to a friend and then someone else would take a sip and they would pass it back. Um, and like you were just trying to get a sip of water before you passed it on to the next person, which was interesting. There was a lot of germ sharing going on, but no one cared because we were all so thirsty and you were trying to make sure everyone around you like had water and was okay. But of course, like they're only making it so many rows back before it's empty. So like the people behind us weren't really getting that much water, um, which was bad. But you were also like, I need to think of myself. Like I need a sip of water. Um, but it's always so hard. They should just have water bottles for everyone like standing. Uh, or like tons and tons of cups of water that can go out that they've like pre-prepared. Like, I don't know what the solution is, but there should really be one because people are so dehydrated at that point because they're really trying not to drink that much so they don't have to pee because you still have two hours to wait before Harry gets there and then Harry's concert is over an hour long. So if you're drinking a ton of water, you're going to have to pee and you don't want to like ruin your concert experience. Um, plus, like, you can't go buy water because, um, you're stuck sort of in your spot. But anyway, um, so yeah, we were standing around there for a lot. And then at eight o'clock, Muna came on, um, and they were so good. Literally, like, I hadn't really listened to much of their music, um, besides, like, when it was initially announced, um, like, when it was initially announced, and I, like, listened to some of their songs and looked up their videos and stuff like that, but I hadn't, like, you know, done the thing where you learn all their music and can sing along, um, but man, were they talented. The styling for all of them looked so cool, like, it was just, like, one of those times where you're, like, I want to be them, like, I want to be up there, like, badass, rocking, like, they just look so cool, so, like, um, Like, just, I don't know, seeing, like, queer women performing music on a stage to all of us One Direction Harry Styles fans was, it just felt really empowering to have that sort of really cool feministy, like, empowering band up there that, like, just looked awesome and sounded awesome and were, you know, doing their own thing and being cool, um... So yeah, they were just awesome. I don't know how to say more about them. Um, and and playing their own instruments and just like rocking out. I love the cover that they did. They, they um, sang Edge of Seventeen, which is a Stevie Nicks song. Um, it, was it Edge of Seventeen? I think it was. Um, and that was um, really well done. Um, I love that they performed um, Stevie Nicks, because of course we know Harry's such a big Stevie Nicks fan, um, and I feel like a lot of One Direction fans have gotten into, like, Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks because of him, so a lot of people know the songs, plus, like, we've seen that, oh, this is what Luna covers on tour, so, like, let me know this song so I can be prepared, (laughs) um, but, yeah, so they perform that, and, um, the last song that they do is I Know a Place, which is a jam and it's all about like knowing like a place where you can be yourself and just like let go and not care about what the world is saying for one second. 
And um, I think that really fits like the spirit of a Harry Styles concert because that is almost the place that they're talking about where you can be yourself and let go and have a good time and not think about other people judging you or other people in the world telling you you should be something. Um, so it was just like a really cool moment for all of us. And I think that's the one too that most people know of theirs because it is like their biggest song. So more people were singing and like really just getting into it. Um, and it was a really cool, empowering moment. Um, and then they ended at around 8.30. And um, at that point, we pretty much knew it was a half hour for Har until Harry. And the pink curtain ended up dropping. And that was very exciting. There were so many moments where like the crowd would cheer because things happened. Like at that moment when the pink curtain dropped and everyone cheered. Um, and and at that point a half hour is not that long to wait when you've been waiting for like 16 hours out in the freezing cold so um then eventually it got closer and closer to time and they were playing music um like in the venue just like at one direction concerts how they play music in the venue before the, the band comes on and um like they played uh come together by the beatles just like out on like not not someone live performing it um and that was a really nice song because we were all singing that uh but some of the other music they were playing no one really knew and i don't know if that was like harry's music that he decided to play during that um i wish there was more songs like come together that we could all sing to or like play like a one direction song um so i feel like that could have been a little bit more uh, wisely chosen I guess because you have so many people there and like in that half hour that you're waiting it can be so nice to just sing along to songs together as a crowd like outside when we were waiting people were singing some of Harry's songs or singing One Direction songs um, so even if it's like the performer's not there so much of what a concert is is that you're surrounded by other people who love the same music that you do so it i think it's really special when you can just sing along to songs like before the artists come out so i wish like there were more songs that we could have all sung along to um but and we kept going oh my god is this going to be the last song because like at nine o'clock a song ended and we we're like oh my god is this going to be it is this going to be it and then another song started and we we're like ah oh, no we have to wait for another song to go by um but then the lights all went out and we're like we all scream because you know what's about to happen and then those opening notes of ever since new york go and it's like um, and it's just so exciting because we all kind of knew how this starts because we've seen it on Twitter where, you know, has that opening and then Harry pops up, the silhouette of Harry with his guitar comes up um, and his voice ends up coming in. Um, and it all starts with like the, the guitars and then tell me something I don't already know. Um, and then eventually his silhouette popped up and it was so exciting and you knew that the pink curtain was going to drop and he was going to be standing there and it was just like oh my god this is real this is happening um, and then the pink curtain dropped and ever since New York started and Harry looked absolutely lovely what was he wearing um, the first night uh, now I'm blanking because I saw him two nights in a row. I'm going to look this up while I uh, keep talking. But I think Ever Since New York is one of my favorite songs live. Even though, like, on the album, 
it might not be my favorite one. Um, but as, like, as, what's it called? Live performances go, it definitely is one of my favorite ones. Um, because I love that we can all sing Tell Me Something I Don't Already Know. And I think people get super, super into it. Um, and, uh, like, we all point fingers up at Harry. And it's like, it's almost like we're telling, like, something to each other and getting emotional about things together. And all we all, even though we're not singing about the same experience, there's something that you know you've been told a million times and you're like shut up already I already know it like I'm doing this for myself I'm living my own life and it's like tell me something I don't I I don't already know um so I think it's just such a good song live so I was really excited about that one and it felt really good singing it um and um yeah so he wore the blue suit that's what it was um the blue suit with like the shiny pink flowers on it and like the black stripes up the side um and he had a black uh shirt underneath as well um and he just looked super lovely up there um and that was it was cool to be close to him and to be like this is Harry Styles he's here um I think like when I saw One Direction that was like I had just like big moments of that when I saw them for like even the first and second time I was just like wow they are all human beings and we're all standing here in the same air um and like I feel like I didn't have that moment yet with Harry because I mean he was there and I was like wow Harry's here this is so cool um but I had like a moment later where I was like he is human um, <laughs> um but yeah so um what am I saying so yeah Harry was performing and it was really awesome um I would say the thing about being so close though is it is very very difficult to see when you're that close unless you're row like one or two maybe three you're gonna have a lot of trouble seeing if you're so close because as I said the floor is flat so there's no incline right up at the front um the incline starts farther back at least at the venue I was in you should go scope out your venues um but uh um, it was so hard to see because when Harry comes on, everyone squishes to the front, so there's no room to move around. So, like, you move up so much more once Harry gets on because everyone pushes forward. Um, and that was actually one of, like, the worst things, and it was super dangerous as well because that meant you had zero room and also like I had my backpack on and because people were so close to me it felt like they were pulling my bag down my back um so I had to keep like trying to lift it up and again I say I'm 5'9 I'm tall and I'm I'm definitely like a strong person um so it doesn't have to do with like how tough you are how like much you can resist a crowd when you have like 2,000 people behind you because when you're row six there's over a thousand people behind you pushing you forward you no amount of strength that you have is going to change a thousand people's strength pushing you from behind um there's not much you can do about it because um in order to get people to move back it has to start from the back it's hard because you can't push back when you're up that front close so that was definitely difficult and it meant that there was no room to move or like dance or anything. You could barely move your arms around you. 
Um, also, I had a girl on my left whose hair was like not, uh, it, it was like uh, down and it kept like getting in my mouth, which was not great. Um, so if you have long hair, please put it up if you go to a concert. Um, I had mine in like a bun. Um, not a high bun, so it didn't block anyone more than I was already blocking anyone, but, um, I had it away, because once you're moving around and, like, the crowd is that heavy, your hair can get in people's mouths, so that was kind of annoying. Um, plus people are pushing to get farther forward throughout the concert, so, like, I was, like I said, I was near someone who, um, I was next to someone who had stood in line with me when the concert started, but she ended up way farther in front of me probably a combination between her being able to move forward but also multiple people got in front of me and I just like didn't have the energy to like it's not something where you can be like oh I saw them coming in and like drag them back it's like very like subtle shifts of the crowd back and forth and then eventually people somehow make it in front of you I kept trying to hold one girl off on my left from like trying to creep up in front I was like no you're not going in front of me um so that was definitely frustrating and it's frustrating in that you have to like concentrate on all those other things going on when you're like I'm supposed to be enjoying the concert I don't want to be thinking about this girl's hair in my mouth or like this other person trying to push in front of me while I'm like trying to enjoy Harry and like live in the moment so I felt like that was a bit stressful um plus my back was killing me plus like you couldn't move it was boiling hot and we were all dying of thirst and it felt like someone was pulling my bag down my back I thought it was gonna break because my bag is from forever 21 and is super old and it already is like breaking down so that was like I was already like okay I'm really gonna try to enjoy this like I need to enjoy this I need to enjoy this like this is my only chance um but it was very squishy. And then on top of that, people in the front film a lot. Um, so they have their phones up above their heads. And again, if you're on an incline, it doesn't matter so much because the phones don't really go above the stage. But when you're up front so close, someone's phone in your way means you can't see Harry at all. And I'm tall. So I don't know how the people like around me who were shorter than me saw anything. But there were so many people in front of me who had their phones up. And I get that people want to take photos or get video of stuff. Um, and, like, when I'm at home on Twitter, I like being able to see what's going on at Harry concerts. I like that people periscope and take videos and take photos. Um, but when you're there in the venue, it is so frustrating when someone's freaking phone is in front of you and it's blocking Harry and then you have like three other people. So like even if he moves, you still can't see. Um, so I think that really got to me as well. I wish there could be divided between people who had their phones up and want to film and people who didn't. And like I get filming for like a little bit or getting a couple photos but some of the people were filming for the entire concert and not like a periscope. They would be like snapchatting and then saving it and sending it or like doing whatever. And I guess like it's to everyone's own experience. Everyone lives a concert differently and like gets joy out of things differently. But man, I am there to like live in that moment, enjoy Harry. I don't want to be watching him through someone else's screen. I don't want to be watching him through my own screen worrying about, you know, um, getting the perfect video or the perfect picture. Um, so like, again, as I said, I didn't film anything of Harry and I didn't film, I didn't get any pictures of him. 
first of all, I couldn't, couldn't, nothing I would have gotten would have been any quality because you couldn't see anything from where I was. Um, but, um, yeah, so that, I think that was the other thing that really got to me. Um, and I don't know, let me know you guys, cause I know a lot of you guys film or take pictures during concerts. Um, so I don't want to be like, why do people do that? I don't get it. I mean, I don't get it, <laughs> um, in that, like, I don't want to do that personally. Um, but like, do you film for the whole thing or when you film, are you just like filming like a little bit to like save that experience or like getting a couple photos and then that's it. Um, cause I just, I can't imagine like paying $70 to go to a concert and then filming the entire time. Cause I feel like I would get stressed and like, be like, oh my God, I'm filming rather than like listening. But maybe like some people are better at like two timing it or whatever. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys are doing during concerts. Do you film for like one song and then let it rest? Or do you film for the whole thing? Or do you just try to get a couple good pictures? Like how do you approach it? Um, um, yeah, just let me know because uh, I can understand filming for some, but some of these people were filming for the whole time <laughs> and they were all in front of me or they wanted to get like, 45 second clips of every single song and I was just like don't put your phone down please I'm trying to watch I'm trying to see and I can't see when I have to keep dodging phones also when you're that close you can't see the bottom half of Harry anyway because of the arms up in the air filming you could sometimes see his head so <coughs> anyway yeah so that was frustrating plus it was so hot so security was constantly passing water back but as I said they couldn't get the water back that far so when Harry came out to or he started to do um the Ariana Grande cover just a little bit of my heart piece of my heart um which he wrote for Ariana Grande um and the whole crowd was sort of screaming and we had figured out someone had passed out farther back um and everyone was like pointing and screaming and he had started playing and no one in the crowd was really paying attention to Harry because we kind of all came together and were rallying behind like the fact that this person needed help and needed to get out of where she was um she was like in the middle of the crowd um so Harry stopped playing and didn't really know what was going on um, I believe the girl ended up having a panic attack or she was having a panic attack. Um, and so everyone was trying to part the crowd so that security could get in there. And then they ended up dragging her over the barrier at the front. Um, and you could just see her. She looked totally like sweaty and drenched, drenched and washed out. And it's like extremely understandable why someone would have a panic attack or be dehydrated or pass out because... I don't get claustrophobic. I don't have panic attacks and it was already horrible for me. So I can't imagine how it would be for someone who is claustrophobic or does get panic attacks or has anxiety in those types of situations. Um, and who's smaller than me as well, because then you're even more enclosed. Um, it's just the tightness of the crowd was unbelievable. Um, so, but it was also so great that everyone like sort of told Harry, stop playing, stop playing. Like, we need to help this girl um and we were able to help her uh which was it was a really cool like you know bonding thing and you saw harry tweeted um uh the the support and the kindness in the crowd whatever tonight was like unbelievable and, and that's definitely what he was mentioning because 
Um, it ended up happening a couple times where uh, we needed to stop and help people in the audience who had passed out or were passing out. Um, and that's something Harry can't necessarily see, but it's about the, 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 the people around the person who's, you know, having trouble like, being there and being like, how do we raise enough attention in a concert hall where it's crazy and people are loud and singing and no one can really see? How do we get the artist to stop? Um, and that was the moment that it really it connected to me, like the whole Harry is human thing, because he was standing up there and he didn't really know what was going on. And he looked a little bit lost and he wasn't saying anything. And it was like, it was odd because it's like, this is his performance, but we all sort of stopped looking at him and were turned around to help this other person. And he's not going to say anything because he's trying to like make sure that this person gets helped. Um, and he was just kind of standing up there with his guitar, like, what's going on? What are we doing? Um, and it was just, he definitely looked kind of like, he wasn't in that like performer mode or, you know, putting anything on. He was kind of a little bit lost and like, we're all, and we were the ones directing him almost being like, no, 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 you need to stop playing right now. Cause we interrupted his song. He started playing and then the crowd was like, no, no. And we were all trying to work together to help the people who had passed out. So it was, it was in that moment that it was very much like Harry is human and he doesn't, you know, he's just bobbing along like the rest of us. <coughs> we all kind of don't know what's going on. And, you know, he has to be quiet for a second because we're the ones helping this person because we're the ones in the crowd. Um, so it was really cool to see that, like, people working together in those moments, the fans working together in those moments, um, which was cool. Um, so yeah, then the concert continued to go on. And as I said, <clears throat> at other points in the concert, um, some other people passed out as well. Definitely a very dangerous situation with the, the amount of space people had to move and the lack of water, um, the lack of space people had. Um, um, but again, Harry was really awesome and he was amazing about it. Um, and the concert went on. And what else could I say? I mean, uh, you know, Harry concerts are Harry concerts. You know, he played Kiwi and it was incredible and everyone went wild. Um, he, he played Kiwi twice. <laughs> um, he gave a speech about being who you want to be and, you know, doing what you want to do and being happy and not letting anyone tell you differently and tell you that you can't be who you want to be, which was really nice. Um, and uh, I don't know what song it was. People are holding up rainbow flags for a lot of a lot of the um, performances. And then was it on Sign of the Times? I think it was. So anyways, so he does Kiwi and then he goes off and comes back on to do um, from the dining table. Um, I think that may have been another moment when someone passed out and they had to delay the start of from the dining table so that we could help. Um, whoever the person was again or the couple people who had passed out um, and then um, yeah so he did from the dining table people were cheering for Kiwi but then he starts playing that one it's because we all want Kiwi twice <laughs> um, and then that ended and I'm not sure when the second Kiwi comes around but everyone was cheering and um, he like made sure we all kept cheering and he was like, 
could use some more. I'm like very egotistical. Like I'll just have you keep cheering for Kiwi again and again. We can go on forever. Or like I'm going to need more cheering than that if you want me to sing it twice. Um, and then he started playing it and then was like, no, 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 no. I need, I need you guys to go wild if we're doing it a second time. Um, so he did like a fake start. But yeah, we got Kiwi twice, which was amazing. And I love that that's become a tradition now with Harry's concerts. I think that's really cool. Um, it's going to be one of those things that like lives on in legend. And like maybe one day he won't pay, play Kiwi twice. But like at some concerts, if people beg loud enough, um, he might. Uh, and that's the everyone was waiting for that one. Every time I asked people in line, they were like, Kiwi, Kiwi. I, I can't wait to hear that one live. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty special. Um, and then he performed The Chain, uh, Fleetwood Mac cover, which was great. Oh, earlier he also performed Stockholm Syndrome and What Makes You Beautiful, which was such a good feeling when the crowd got to sing along to those ones because it definitely felt like, you know, all of us reflecting on our past and all of us reflecting on the fact that, you know, we started as One Direction fans. Um, it felt like a bonding moment between us and Harry and just like everyone together. Um, and then um, Sign of the Times was the last song. And on that one, people held up Black Lives Matter signs and um, rainbow flags, I believe. Um, someone had uh, had, had uh, Black Lives Matter signs at the beginning, but there were there weren't that many, which was disappointing. It was like, it wasn't like everyone had one. I saw about maybe like 15 in the crowd, um, like up front, 15, 20 ish. Um, someone was handing them out behind me and I asked for one. So I had one, um, but there weren't, there weren't that many Black Lives Matter signs. And one girl had a flag, um, but she was farther back. She was even farther behind me. So she wasn't near the stage to like hand it up. And she had told some people, like, pass it up to Harry, pass it up to Harry. But they didn't really know what they were doing with it. So the flag, like, didn't make it up onto the stage, which was so disappointing because it was a big Black Lives Matter sign um, flag. But they just, like, didn't pass it. <laughs> um, so that was disappointing. But um, it was still cool to see that support from the audience. Um, uh, and then, but also, like, when you're in a venue so small like that, it's hard to hold up signs because they block people. So I held mine up for a little while, but I didn't want to block people from the last song seeing Harry because then they can't necessarily move to see around the sign because, um, you know, at a One Direction concert, they're so much higher off the ground than you. So signs, unless it's like a big poster, small signs like that don't really block them because they're so much farther higher up. But with Harry, he wasn't the stage wasn't that much higher off the ground. So uh, put it, putting up a sign, just like a cell phone, blocked a lot of what was going on. And that was the thing too, like at One Direction concerts, people film, but they're even if they hold their hands up in the air and have their phone up, it doesn't block because One Direction is so much higher off the ground. So you're looking even farther up to see them. So it doesn't like block their faces or stuff. Um, this but at like a small venue with the theater type stage it's not that far off the ground so it gets in the way um but yeah he sung sign of the times and it was incredible and he like 
walked off at the end after thanking everyone and then came back on and did more kisses and more thank yous. Um, and then he walked off again and the band was still on and they like finished out the song, um, which was nice. And then they left and um, we all filtered out of the venue after that. And I don't know what time it was, like 10.30ish maybe, 10.20. Um, I don't know if our concert went on longer because there were pauses because of uh, having to stop the songs for people passing out. Um, but yeah, we got out of the venue and it was weird because it was like you just come out from such a high energy time where you're screaming and singing and like going wild and then like you're out on the cold and out in the cold and you have to get back on the subway and like I went to the subway and was filming clips of like all the One Direction fans all around me all the Harry fans um but then you get on the subway and you you go home and it's like it's so weird especially because like I, I didn't have a friend where afterwards we we're like oh my god let's talk about every little thing that happened it was just like I put my headphones in and like listened to Kiwi in my headphones and took the subway home um, and it was strange um, and then you're at home and you're like that was it that was the concert how did that go by so fast um, but uh, I forgot to say that one of the people um, when I remember when I said uh, the girl I had sort of shown the Liam video to we went over to the front of the line to see what was happening and we bumped into other some other fans or not bumped into them I mean they were all around us but we sort of asked some other fans what was going on um, one of the girls I was talking to at that point I didn't know who she was yet because we were just all um, kind of um, like you know, we introduced ourselves, but I wasn't really thinking. A girl, the girl who ended up helping me get my One Direction tickets was also going to this concert, which I kind of forgot about that. Or no, I knew that she would be there, but I didn't know like where she would be if she um, had been lining up. But then I saw her tweet earlier um, the night before that she had like arrived at like 12 or something. 12 a.m. or 2 a.m. or something to line up for Harry Styles but I had forgotten that like oh I should look for her um and you know I had randomly talked to this group of girls um and then when we were in the barricades later um this girl messaged me and so this was the girl who helped me get the tickets to this concert or get my ticket to this concert so um what happened was Ticketmaster was saying everything was sold out but I searched and on Twitter and someone said um like the Eventum Apollo website isn't sold out like you can get tickets through the Eventum Apollo website um so I quickly did that and I was able to get a ticket which I was so shocked about because like Ticketmaster said it wasn't it was sold out and it wasn't loading and things were going wrong so I did this Eventum Apollo thing and I was able to get a ticket um, and it was because I'd seen this girl's tweet. So I like went and tweeted her afterwards, like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you for like tweeting about this. Not that I had followed her before, but I had seen her tweet just from searching like about the Harry ticket. And she was like, oh, you're so welcome. So then we like followed each other um, and have been following each other since. Um, and so then she messaged me when we were in the barricades, like, are you here yet? Like, did you line up? And I was like, yeah, I'm here. Um, 
And then she said, I think I saw you earlier. I think we talked earlier. And we hadn't realized we were talking to each other, but I had randomly come up to a group of girls, like the second group of fans that I like talked to um, while I was waiting in line. She just happened to be in them out of the hundreds of people all around us, um, which was so weird because we didn't even know it was each other um, until we were later in line and we were like, she was like, I think we talked to each other. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. Um, but yeah, it was really cool um, that like I had met her before and then we didn't realize. But so then after um, the concert, when I was back at my place, I got a message from her. Her name's Kelly. And she messaged me saying, um, like, how did you think the concert went? Yada, yada, yada. Um, and I was like, oh, Harry was amazing and Muna was amazing. But, like, I was really frustrated because I couldn't see a lot and it was so squishy um, and people, like, had their phones in the way. Because, um, like, at the end of that first concert, like, while Harry was amazing, I was definitely feeling like I somehow... I, I felt like I was trying to enjoy it rather than just enjoying it, you know, because I was so concentrated on everything else going around me because it was impossible not to. It wasn't like I was just like, you know, being like moody and like, oh, I hate everyone. Why are their phones up? It was like I was legit like trying to push it back to the, my head and like live in the moment and all that stuff. But it was really difficult too because it was so hot. I had so many layers wrapped around me. I couldn't move. I couldn't dance. I couldn't even see. So I was like, I was feeling kind of down about the concert. I wasn't trying to be negative, but I was definitely like, it could have been better. I was disappointed that I couldn't see very well. Um, and so I was messaging this girl, Kelly, and she said, oh, I just saw this post on Facebook that said that the Eventum Apollo is releasing tickets for tomorrow's show. Because of course this was the show on Sunday, um, but he was also playing on Monday. Um, and so she said, oh, yeah, looks, it seems like they're releasing more tickets. So, of course, I go on the Internet and I go to the Eventum Apollo and I'm like, are they releasing tickets? And I search and lo and behold, they are releasing more tickets. Now, this wasn't anywhere on Twitter. I didn't see anyone tweeting about it and I searched. So I don't know how she found out. I don't know who was on on Facebook that tipped her off, um, but I didn't see anything on Twitter about it. And thank God, because I was able to get another ticket. Um and I was like, should I get a sitting one or a standing one? Because seated, then I, you know, will have a seat and don't have to worry about arriving early. I'll have a good spot, whatever. Um, but I decided to go standing again. But I was like, I'm just going to stand in the back. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, I, and she was trying to get a standing seat too, but we could only get seated ones um, because we wanted to go together again and just like stand in the back and have a good time. But she wasn't able to end up getting a standing one. Um, she was also, she also goes to school at Oxford, so she would have to take a bus in and she had a lot of work to do and stuff. Um, but so because of her, um, I was able to get another ticket to Harry Styles. So honestly, Kelly, if you're listening, um, I owe it all to you. So thank you very much for, for being awesome, um, and guiding me on this ticket journey. Um, but yeah, so she was the reason I got my first ticket and she was the reason I got my second ticket. So I definitely debated like, do I go a second night in a row? Is that crazy? Like, but she was, she was saying like, just do it. Like, you're not going to have another chance to do something like this. Like go stand in the back, have a good time. Like, so she encouraged me and I ended up buying it. And I also thought like, well, I could buy it and then sell it if I need to. Um, 
but I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna buy it. My aunt had had visited and gave me 50 bucks um, or 50 pounds um, a couple days before. So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna justify it by the fact that this 50 pounds was something I didn't think I had. Um, so now it's like, I didn't even have it in the first place because now I'm buying this concert ticket. I mean, the concert ticket is more than 50 pounds. I think it ends up being like 70 or something, but close enough. Um, so I decided I was going to go on Monday as well. Um, and I didn't have school on Monday because it was my reading week and I was supposed to do work, but I didn't end up doing any work. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to go and no, this was, what did I do on that Monday? I did something. I may have recorded. Was that when I recorded with Fishy? I don't know. Yeah, that I think that was when I recorded with Fishy. So I was working on talk direction stuff and recording the Nile episode. Um, no, that doesn't make sense because the, the Nile hadn't come out yet. What was I doing? I was recording something for talk direction. Um, anywho. Um, yeah, so uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to be really chill about this. I'm going to do this. So I do this in the best way. I don't want to like lose this opportunity to make, like, when do you get the chance to make up a concert that didn't go the way you wanted to? Like that never happens, especially a sold out Harry Styles concert that randomly more tickets were released online like the night before. And I was able to get a tip off from someone because it wasn't on Twitter. Like, how the heck did that happen? Um, anyway, so it was like, it was like I had been given a second chance to make the concert everything I'd wanted to be. And like, while I was so privileged to be able to go the first time and I did have a good time, but it just like, it definitely was, I felt like kind of like let down, not because of Harry, but because of like where I was in the venue. And it was one of those things where like, you saw everyone else online being like, oh my God, it was the most amazing thing ever. And you're like, I wanted it to be the most amazing thing ever, but it wasn't. And now I feel disappointed and I don't know how to like make that better. Um, and it was, and it was, it was thing, something where I was like, if I had been anywhere else in the venue, if I had been in a different spot, it could have been a totally different experience. So like going into this, I was like, I'm gonna do everything now I feel like I know how to do this. I've prepared, like I know what I'm going into. So let me, you know, dress appropriately. Let me make sure I have, I'm carrying things appropriately that I need to have. I'm arriving when I want to arrive, all that type of stuff. So I showered, I did my makeup. I like took time to do my makeup really pretty because for the one before that I had done my makeup at 4 a.m. in the morning and I couldn't really like get into like doing your makeup so pretty when you're going to be sitting around for 16 hours um, and also like doing it at 4 in the morning is not the same as like you know when you're listening to music and getting ready and like it's a whole experience like I think the experience of waiting in line for so long was amazing and I'm so glad I got to do that but you miss out on experience of like getting ready at home and being excited and listening to music by yourself or like with your friends um, and like dressing up nicely and I don't know that type of experience I didn't get to have that so I was like I'm gonna make this so good and I did my makeup with like pink eyeshadow and I show it in the video but you can't really see it that well but I did like pink sparkly eyeshadow with like pretty wings um, 
And I just felt like that was so pretty. And I wore like high-waisted jeans with a tank top. And I put my flannel on and just like a little black leather jacket, like a Forever 21 thin black leather jacket, because I knew I didn't want any layers, despite however cold it was going to be getting to the venue and coming back. I was like, I can take that cold in order to be like in a good position when I'm in the venue, because one of the worst things, honestly, was having so many layers tied around my waist, like three things tied around my waist, plus my heavy backpack. It just made it really hard to like move. I mean, you couldn't move anyway because there was people everywhere, but it made it like my back hurt a ton and it was heavy and you were holding it for the whole concert. So I was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to go super light on the clothing and not worry about being cold going over. And I'm also not going to bring a backpack or a purse. So I brought a girl in line near me had a fanny pack and I thought that's the best thing. And I luckily brought a fanny pack to England because my dad was getting rid of his old one and I took it and I was like, ooh, these are coming back in style. So I had a fanny pack and I just put my phone in my wallet and my headphones <laughs> and that's all I brought. I didn't bring water because I was like, I'm going to be in the back. I can just get water while I'm there. I can go to the bar and, and get a glass of water. So I didn't bring any of that. Just had my wallet, my headphones and my phone and I put that in my fanny pack um, and I was ready to go and I left my place. So I knew Harry went on at nine. I wanted to get to the venue at around like 8.15 ish so I could, um, you know, pee and get water and get my ticket because I was picking up the ticket from the box office. Um, so I left my place maybe around 7.30. Um, which was so funny because I was leaving at 7.30 whereas the night before I had been there like by the time 7.30 rolled around, I was in the venue, standing up at the front, already having like waited for hours upon hours upon hours. But this night was so different the second night. It was so more chill. And like I listened to Harry on the way there. Um, when I arrived, I like felt really cool. Like I liked my outfit that I was wearing. I thought I looked like my makeup was nice. Like I just felt it was very like aesthetic, you know, when you like have an aesthetic getting ready experience and like you're showing up to Harry Styles and like it was just it was so I just felt so nice going in it wasn't like I had all these layers and I felt kind of gross from waiting around all day it just like felt so nice and I walked in and picked up my ticket and I went in and Muna was already on the stage by the time I arrived around 8 15 um and but I wanted to pee and I could hear them playing and they were playing um they were again covering uh uh Edge of 17 so I was singing along to that in the line of the bathroom with some other people um and that was fun and then after that I went to the bathroom went back out and went to the bar to get a glass of water and I knew I wanted the water just before the concert but I wanted to get rid of it before Harry came on because um, I didn't want to be holding a glass of water in my hands. Didn't want anything in my hands. <laughs> um, so I caught Muna's last song, um, I Know a Place, and um, the lead singer of Muna was holding up a Black Lives Matter sign, which was awesome. Um, and I put a little clip of that on um, our Twitter. Um, and that was 
really cool and really empowering and it was awesome that they had taken a sign and held it up um and and this was among all the talk about black lives matter and harry and him not addressing the signs um which we're going to discuss um more fully so i'm not going to necessarily get into that right now um but they held up a black lives matter sign which was awesome um and then I had about half hour to kill before Harry came out and I was just chilling, standing in the back, um, on my phone, drinking some water. I saw some girls from the night before and I was chatting to them and then lo and behold, freaking Lou Teasdale walks by like 15 feet behind me with Lux in her arms, which is so cool. I like, it was like, I only saw them for like two seconds, but it was still really cool to get to see them. Um, I think they ended up standing in the back somewhere for the concert, which I wish I had, like, known where they were. It would have been so cool if I had gotten to, like, dance around with Lux. Um, that would have been fun. But, yeah, so that was cool seeing them walk by. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the half hour went by pretty quickly because I was on Twitter, like, tweeting you guys and um, letting you know that I was at Harry Styles again. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, I decided to film some bits of this night because it was my second night, um, but I really didn't film a lot of it. And you can see in the video that I am going to post or have posted that I didn't really film that much. Um, but I wanted to film that moment where um, Harry's shadow pops up um, because it was so exciting. So I filmed that and then when the, the curtain falls as well, because um, that was one of the most exciting moments both nights. Um, and I wanted to get that on film. So I filmed that. And then I don't know what else I filmed. It wasn't, it wasn't much. <laughs> um, but I decided that because I was doing this redo night, I am someone who really likes to dance at concerts and like go full out. Um, and I thought to myself, I'm alone, but I don't care. That's not going to stop me. I am going to dance my heart out. I'm going to look weird. When I don't, no one else around me is dancing. Because when you're in the very, very front, you can't dance because it's so squished. You can barely move. Um, when you're in the back, you can totally dance, but people around you might not be dancing. <laughs> um, so even at concerts like One Direction concerts, it's not like everyone dances their hearts out. People definitely dance and sing and whatever. But I was like, I am going to dance. And like, I didn't care what anyone else thought. I didn't care that no one else, not everyone else was dancing. There were some people I think that like got inspired to dance because I was going like full throttle dancing. Um, but like no one was, I definitely stood out as someone who like was like really dancing. Um, it wasn't like everyone around me was doing it, but you know what? I was like, screw it. I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to see these people again. And I want to do everything to make this performance in this concert as good as it can be and like live it out the best it can be because this is the chance I have to redo the concert from the night before. And so I danced the night away. I went crazy. I just had such a good time. I was dancing to every song. Um, it was so amazing. I could see so well from in the back and Harry wore the gold sparkly suit that he wore when he performed with Stevie Nicks, which was incredible. Um, and it was just so good. From the videos that you can see, it looks like I'm far, like I am in the back cause I am, I was one of like the last rows cause I just showed up, you know, when it was close to whatever. But I, from the videos, it looks like you can't see as well as I could see. Like 
when you're in the actual venue, it's a lot closer looking than from what a video shows you. Um, so being in the back was so, so good. I highly recommend being in the back versus way up front, unless you're row one or two, you're not going to be able to see very well in the front. Um, so, and I know other people have had different experiences, but this is just my experience of what it was like. And I highly, highly recommend the back. Um, I know one of our listeners recently went to Nile and stood in the back, Martha, and she said she had the best time and she was so happy um, that she stood in the back. So uh, yeah, I definitely recommend standing in the back and dancing your heart out and forgetting that other people are there who might judge you for dancing weirdly or look at you like, why are you being so strange dancing so much? Because it doesn't matter what they think. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Like, just have the time of your life and dance around and sing your heart out, even if you're alone at the concert, because that's what I did, and I just had the time of my life, honestly. It was so great, Um, and I could see everything. I could see the whole band up there before you were just trying to, like, get glimpses of Harry's face. You're like, oh, I need to be able to see his face. So you couldn't even take in anything else going on, you know. Um, But from the back, you could see how all of the lighting... They used different lighting for different songs. Like, I didn't even notice that during Sweet Creature, they did this beautiful purple lighting. Um, or what song was it? I forget what song it was, but there was a song that had blue and pink lighting that reminded me of, like, the bi flag. And some of it had white and it reminded me of the trans flag. Um, but I couldn't see any of that up front. But from the back, I could take in the whole visual sort of scope of the venue. Um, and I could see, you know, Sarah playing the drums and Claire on the piano and Mitch, um, and Adam, I could see them all. Um, and so that was really great and see the whole setting of the stage and I could see Harry. I could actually see Harry, which was great. Um, cause I couldn't see Harry before. So from the back, I could see him and I could see his dance moves and I could see him interacting with the crowd. And I could also just like move, I could move around and I didn't have anything on my waist didn't have anything holding me down. I felt really like aesthetic and pretty and I was wearing an outfit that I liked. I had done my makeup how I wanted to and I was like moving my hips and having a good time and it was just like this is the concert experience I wanted. I wanted to just let go and have fun and like sing along to Harry and be in a venue surrounded by people who also love Harry Um, and we're all there together having a good time and You know, when Kiwi went, we all just went wild. And when Kiwi played again, we went wild again. Um, And it was just, I was so, so lucky and so privileged to be able to go a second time around. And I can't tell you what a difference that made for me. Um, It was just, it was unbelievable. Because I had called my mom on the way back from the first concert and was like, yeah, like I had a good time, but like I'm kind of upset that Like, I wasn't able to enjoy it the way I wanted to. And then when I called her after the second concert, it was just so different. It was like, this was everything. This was exactly what I wanted it to be. I feel so happy. I feel so good. Um, So I just highly recommend, if you have more questions about, like, the differing between the front and the back, hit me up because I will let you know um, if you have specific questions, what things were like. but all I got to say is the back is where it's at. Um, I've been closer for like an Ed Sheeran concert where there was standing. Um, I was quite close and then like moved off to the side of it. What was still really close and it, it was totally fine because off to the side there was a lot of room for dancing. 
Um, but I think it, there maybe weren't as many people. Plus, like, the push forward wasn't as much as this Harry concert at this venue. Um, it was a lot squishier. So, like, sometimes it's okay to be, like, up closer. But when people push forward so much so that there's literally no room, then it's not as nice. Um, plus, depending on how high the stage is, off the ground that will change your experience of how much of the person you can see so if harry was like three feet higher if the stage was three feet higher off the ground that would have changed how much i could have actually seen of him um, i would have been able to see more of him so things like that change depending on the venue um and like how many people are there uh, but yeah ask me ask me more specific questions if you do i know harry's european tour is coming to an end but like niall's still touring um all the other boys will be touring um and harry where is he going next it's going to australia i have no idea <laughs> um yeah let me know if you have any other questions because um i can answer them and the thing is like if i had not gone up to the front and it, i had originally just stayed in the back i would have felt disappointed that i didn't get that upfront experience i would have been like oh man it would have been so good up front like i missed out and i probably would have felt like i missed out but because i did do the front experience i knew it wasn't as good as i thought it was gonna be so being in the back i never thought i had missed out on anything you know it was like one of those things if i had stayed in the back and never gotten the upfront experience i would have thought it was better than it would have been I would have thought I was missing out on something, but in the end, I wouldn't have been. So then it would have made, like, the concert experience possibly not as good as it could have been. Um, so in that way, is like I had to go through the not-so-good of being in the front to then realize how great the back actually was. Um, but, yeah, so I ended up having just, like, a brilliant time, like, dancing and singing along and just living my life on that second concert um and I wouldn't give up the first concert because I had such a great time waiting in line and like bonding with the fans and you know bonding with the security guards um especially I think it was because the two security guards running it were women and a lot of the people going to the Harry Styles concert um were also women there was definitely bonding uh in terms of that and like an understanding, I think. And it was just, they were so nice. Um, so the whole waiting in line was really awesome. And the people I got to wait around with, um, especially those three girls, uh, Megan, Rosie, and Isla, I believe their names were. Um, I told them about the podcast, so who knows if they listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were really cool. And I had a really great day waiting around with them and some of the other people I met in line. Um, and bonding over things like Tumblr and fanfiction. Um, one woman got a picture of me sitting in line and she sent it to me over Tumblr. Um, and we were talking about fanfiction and stuff. And that was really cool to bond over that. Um, that was the first day. Um, so that was really awesome. And I wouldn't give up um, my waiting in line experience. Um, but definitely the, the performance was the second performance that, that meant everything and really um, <clears throat> was just incredible. And then when Harry's concert was done, the second night, uh, I went out and I had been messaging Stephanie, who's a listener. So shout out to Stephanie, um, who was also at Harry's concert. And we had planned to meet up after 
the concert so we could say hi. Um, and we did, and we ended up chatting for a while and talking about the Harry concert. Um, and it was so nice to meet her. So <laughs> shout out to Stephanie. It was really nice meeting you. Um, it was so nice to just like after the Harry concert to be able to talk about like um, just everything about the concert and chat about it and be like, oh my God, it was amazing. Um, and then we like hit up Sainsbury or something. She was buying food. So I was walking with her there um, and we kept talking and it was just really nice to like meet a, meet a listener and a fellow Harry fan because I don't think I've met any listeners um, since doing this podcast. So she was the first one um, besides Kara who, or like my family, um, I haven't met anyone who does the podcast or people, I mean, I, I think I meet people who listen, met people who listen now because I handed out, um, business cards, um, at the One Direction concert, but no one who I knew was an, a listener. So that was a really cool experience. And it definitely makes me want to do like a London meetup and meet some more of you guys. Um, but that was really awesome being able to meet Stephanie and um, then she helped me find the tube subway entrance because one of the entrances they were shutting and I was like oh my god am I not gonna be able to get a subway back like to my place um, but then there was another entrance so I was able to get back um, but yeah it just turned out to be such a good night and I was so happy to have gotten kind of like a redo on seeing him and just it was it was like a miracle pretty much all thanks to Kelly who told me about the ticket um it was like my Harry Styles miracle um and I just had the time of my life and just the entire Sunday and Monday were such a good experience so dedicated to Harry Styles um and yeah, it just definitely a time I will remember for the rest of my life. All those, like, fan bonding moments of, like, you know, the piling of the duvets and getting Harry Styles deliver us pizza and hot chocolate and, you know, waiting in line for his merchandise. Um, uh, eventually being letting into the, the venue and being excited when the pink curtain drops and everyone's screaming together and then like that stench of B.O. I don't know what about it but it just felt like even though it smelled bad it felt like you know we are here we are here we're strong and we're here to see Harry Styles and we've roughed it but it's awesome um and like the coming together of fans when when people passed out and telling Harry to stop performing literally telling him, no, we're not going to listen. We need to help these people because he couldn't see the people, of course. Um, just all those moments felt like really bonding with other fans and bonding with Harry and every, the music and everything we love. Um, so yeah, it's just a, such a good experience. And I'm sure like when I finish recording this, I'm going to be like, oh my God, there were like a million other things that I wanted to talk about. Um, but yeah, it was was pretty incredible and I'm so happy I got to go and I'm excited so so much to be able to see Niall next year and Harry again and I'm going with Sophie who's one of our listeners um who just had a beautiful baby like a month ago um or maybe two months ago I don't know it was in October <laughs> beginning of October um so I'm gonna go with her which will be incredible because she's awesome um 
And yeah, just live concerts continue to be the best. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know what else to say, but I'm so happy that I got a chance to see Harry and see him twice. And he was incredible. Such a great performer. Um, and I'm excited for more live performances. I'm excited for when Louis performs live. I'm sure that's going to be incredible. Um, and it'll be cool to like compare the vibes of the audiences at each of the boys concerts because I feel like there'll be different vibes for each of them not only from like the boys but also from just like the audience who's there and like because we are starting to see like you know I feel like there's Karen I've talked about the differences between each of the boys solo careers and like it'll be cool to see how that affects each of their live performances as well um so yeah I'm seeing Niall in March, so that's when the next one, the next live performance to chat will be, and I don't know if I've mentioned it, I may have, that I got a, like, VIP ticket in order to see, like, not the meet and greet, which was even more money, but it's the one where you get to see the sound check, and, um, like, there's a Q&A with Niall or something, I'm not really sure what it is, but I splurged and got that, so that'll be exciting, and, Johanna, which is another listener and fellow podcaster, um, will be going to that one uh, as well. So that'll be exciting. And I'll get to see her um, because she's coming to London next semester, which will be awesome. Um, Yeah, I think that's everything. So thank you guys so much for listening um, to episode 116, is it? Let me check. hundred and sixteen of talk direction you can go follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction you can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com you can go to our tumblr which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our instagram which is just talk direction and you can follow us individually on twitter i am at caitlin ir foster and caitlin is spelled c-a-i-t-l-i-n and you can follow kara at kara underscore pond and kara is with a c And let me know what you guys do at concerts because I would like to know, do you film, do you not film, uh, how you handle that. Um, And also make sure you go check out our last episode where we talk, Fishy and I talk about Niall's album and I would like to know your favorite Niall song. Um, And then of course we're going to be discussing Kiwi on the next episode hopefully. So let me know your thoughts on Kiwi and what you want us to talk about during that song discussion. Um, also, if you're a listener of color, please write us in and let us know what your thoughts are on the whole Black Lives Matter, um, thing in terms of what went down in the fandom, um, with Harry Styles and, uh, the pictures he's posted and what he has and hasn't done to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, we want to discuss that, but we want to hear from your voices because I think, we both agree that that's the most important um the most important thing is to hear from your experiences because we're white women and we we haven't lived those experiences um so while we can discuss it i think it's people of color who we need to turn to and listen to them and hear from them um, and be educated and grow from their voices and their experiences so if you'd love to write in we haven't had anyone write in yet um but if you feel like you want to please please do we can read a message could be long short email whatever you can send it anonymously on tumblr 
Um, or you can leave us a voicemail if you just record yourself and send it as an mp3 we can add it to the show um so please write us in um and yeah that is everything i hope you guys have a lovely week um and more announcements to come about the patreon next episode lots of more special guests coming up um to discuss liam's song new song yes of course we haven't forgotten about that more of Niall's songs and of course Harry's songs as well um and freaking Louie's coming out with a single in a couple weeks so that'll be another whole discussion I'm very excited about that because he performed it live the other night and we haven't even gotten to talk about it um so yeah thank you guys for listening and I will see you next time bye with a bit of intellect and all the boys they were saying they were into it such a pretty face on a pretty next to driving me crazy but i'm into it but i'm into it i'm kind of into it it's getting crazy i think i'm losing it i think i'm losing